Episode 264, New Year, but the same old mead weeds. All that and a whole lot more, but first, Oasis, brought to you by Specsavers Draw. Yeah, pure and utter torture, um, to be honest, on Saturday night. I have, uh, I'm trying not to overreact, mead overreaction podcast, you can sign up, that's a digest you can listen to that in depth, kind of going into a lot of things about the the players, the tactics, the manager, the 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 whole lot gets wrapped into this kind of overreaction podcast. You can sign up, and get that at patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Um, but other, if you don't like, don't worry. I'll give you. I'll give a bit of a run through here, um, and then I'll also have you be here from Jr. Brennan, and then. I will have a rookie report. That will be out next week as well. I'm going to get that out next week because Loud will play Westmead in Mullingar this Saturday. And I will have um, a rookie report after that game as well because five five debutants come on the weekend and proud for the county. And I rate how they get on, how will they get on. Uh, looking future down the line also. A um, couple of things as well. Um, I wanted to get through and like you're listening at home today on the radio um, the fog and the whole lot of the weekend in Glen I wasn't working actually this weekend I was in I was just during the loud game and I didn't go to Newry thankfully with the fog and I would probably would have seen nothing but um, instead I was building a model um, site of Anfield I don't know if you've, anyone has felt the pain or, or done that sort of fiddling with Building a Thai model of a stadium, it's um, it's, it's tough going, and it's kind of where Loud are beginning in this season as well. I don't know actually if if anyone else out there can empathise with me in terms of over the Christmas with friends and family. Kind of there's that game where you put the, the sticker on top of your head. Who am I? Guess who I am? I wonder did anyone and let me know if you did. Did anyone else? Any Loud Gales out there? any podcast listeners get Mickey Hart as the player or maybe Gavin Devlin as the person on your forehead I did I got a couple of times much to the delight of everyone around me looking at me and my annoying court face when I didn't when I did get the answer correctly as well so yeah it's um, it was it was a defeat it was a heavy defeat 213 to 1-7 I will, uh, I'll go into just a wee bit of it now, but like, to be fair to Mead, Dirty Mead is back. Uh, I'll dip into that more in the, in the podcast, but um, look, it, it was a, it was a nice meet-up. It was a perfect night for us in a, in a really, I don't want to say a perfect venue, but not a perfect venue, but a good venue all the same. Lovely gantry there with the glass, and you can sit down and relax. And Look, it's a new year, new hats. Um, got, a, got a run out, especially the Mead faithful, the great ones for the hats. The bobble hats, and seeing the, the scene like we haven't seen Loud play since the eighteenth of June, since they got beaten by Kerry all Ireland finalists, and it was a look. It was a tough game in terms of the optics and the defeat, but I I I, I kind of go through an awful lot of it in that other podcast. But Niall McDonald, Dan Cork, and Peter Lynch and Cameron Maher starting the full back line. Colin McKeever, Dermot Cameron, and Lushin McGuinness. In the half back, then Conor Early, Wayne Campbell in his first start, starting in the middle of the field. Peter McStraverick, 
Tom Jackson, Jonathan Cummins on the half forward line, Ryan Bourne, Dylan McKeown and Kyle McElroy. Then a ton of subs, Chris O'Neill come on for his debut, and Ben Collier also. Don McKenney, Leonard Gray, a few regulars come in. Tom Gray, regular from last year's squad. Sean Murray came back and capped his performance with a point two. And Kieran Murphy, regular from last season, he came in off the bench as well. But it wasn't to be. Mead were just that little bit better than us, a little bit more cohesive. I spoke about that in the Giddiness podcast, that Mead, this Mead team has played an awful lot together. They will probably play a lot together um, in the league. Bardonald, Kyogen. And probably Rory Kinsella, two players that would be familiar to loud fans, actually. I can't see them changing much for the league game in early February. But it was um, it was an early goal. Aaron Lynch sets them up and puts them well ahead. We get it. We get a. We get a bit of a, a bit of luck. Cause Jack O'Connor trips Niall McDonald, and then we hit one four or one three to, one one three to no reply. And Dan Cork gets a great goal, really good finish. And then we, we still lead three and a half time, one five to four, but then they get a penalty early on in the first half. Heads drop, tiredness ensues, and they hit one four to no reply. And we just we struggle for scores, struggle for that cohesion where they didn't and they uh, they just kinda of bossed the game from that that from that area on and we couldn't really live with them and I'll get into reasons why but um, not to worry, the man that will worry, and will probably do a bit of worrying and looking over the tape, is um, the new loud manager, another loud manager with a loss in his first first game. It doesn't really matter. Does it really matter? Mickey didn't win. Um, Eamon McEnany, I think, did win. Fitz won in his first game. Of course he did. Um, but he didn't. But let's hear from the loud manager now. I suppose the, the second quarter of the game was when you really hit your stride and you, you turned back, I think it was a five-point deficit and you got the back level and then you went in a point behind at half-time. What were your thoughts on, I suppose, first of all, the first half performance? Well, I suppose we would have said to the group before the uh, ball was thrown in that you're playing against, I think, maybe 12, 13 of a uh, uh, starting 15 for me that would have uh, started the, the Talcher Cup final, I would have got a game experience, so... Um, the message for our guys was you have a lot of new fellas playing with each other for the first time so that bit of cohesion that's not going to be there straight up so just to be patient try to keep things simple try to get your hands on the ball and then after 10-15 minutes you should be able to feel your way into the game which is exactly what happened and uh, so we were very very pleased with the first half and you could see the fellas were trying to do the things we've been uh, working on during the week and uh, um, so yeah, no, very pleased with the first half. The second half, um, obviously, didn't didn't uh, uh, go to plan at all. Uh, kind of quite disjointed as we kind of became a bit passive, I think, um, just in how we were trying to move the ball and probably force things a bit. Um, whether that was fatigue or from the training we were doing, uh, I'm not sure. Or the number of changes we were making, uh, I'm not sure. But look at the, the, the from the outset, what we were looking to achieve uh, going into this match was to we've a, we a panel of 40, 42 there, and we need to get it down to, to 35, 36, and. Uh, we wanted to give each guy a uh, fair opportunity to put his hand up for the low jersey. In terms of that, that first half, I suppose the goal, probably the, the pick of the scorers, was a really well-worked goal and a great finish by Dan Corker. And you must have been thrilled with that. Talk about cohesion, but there was plenty of cohesion in that move. Yeah, and, and I think when we got that goal, I think that was a fair reflection of, of, of uh, where we were at. 
uh, within that first half. Uh, the, the, the I think we're up by four or five, five points uh, before we got that goal, and I think yeah, that was well earned. And uh, again, that cohesion it just comes the, the the more the lads are playing with one another. The second half, as you mentioned there, I guess you know looking at that mid fifteen and the bench even there's a lot of. It. Not necessarily experience in terms of the years that they've been there, but they played that whole season last year. So, was it to be expected that they maybe pull pull away a little bit? And you're you're still trying to find your feet. You're a new manager in the start of the season. It's always difficult to, to put a team together, but for for you coming in a new, it's it's even more tricky. Well, no, you know, to be fair, me have to do what what they have to do, and and, and from uh, the loud perspective, uh, you're looking for fellas to put their hands up and uh, uh, earn a, sp- a spot in the squad, and, uh, and push to get to the first fifteen. And uh, look at again that second half. I don't have the answer to it just yet. It, 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 uh, you know, we just kind of totally went over, kind of lost the shape a bit. Albeit we made changes, but then so did me. So, so that's not really uh, an answer there. But uh, yeah, so I'm unsure really uh, as to what went wrong with that, uh, that second half. But that's the beauty of the video analysis. We have to have a look back and. I think the important thing from uh, any management and particularly our own is to, whether a guy is going to stay in the panel or otherwise that you give him a bit of constructive feedback as, as to how we get on and where he needs to improve. And in terms of the overall performance, again, you say it's just after the final whistle, it's hard to assess it, but what would you be, be most pleased about and what would you initially think you need to work on the most? Well, I think that that, that uh, bit of heart and the bit of effort that we've certainly seen in the first half when uh, we were down by four or five points that uh, the lads didn't go into themselves, they actually stuck at it and I think we came in a half-time uh, point behind, you know, uh, could have been level, could have been up and uh, so uh, very, very pleased from that point of view. Uh, probably mentally uh, it's a question then to look at that uh, a couple of things happened in, in more than one player's heads where they just uh, for different reasons they switched off so we just kind of explore to ask them questions and, and see what it is uh, we can improve on going to the game next week I think we're playing against Westmead now a couple of knocks a couple of injuries there in that second half what can you tell us about those yeah, look, that's the nature of it. Uh, uh, Wayne Campbell took a knock and uh, Johnny Cummins took a knock as well. Fellas putting their bodies in the line, but look, that's Gaelic football and the medical team are in there assessing both guys at the moment. So, And then next Friday, I think it is, it's Westmead away for you, as far as I'm aware. Um, so you're, you're back out again into the into the shield, so no rest for you. Well, yeah, no rest, but that's what you want. Like uh, I remember playing myself, you could have been training for four, sometimes five weeks without getting a competitive match and uh, ultimately it's about playing. And in terms of that, that game will you be shuffling the pack significantly from today yeah there's still another four or five fellas that uh, we'll, we'll like to give a start and they're going to the game on Friday that uh, either come on or didn't come on today and then just to give them uh, their chance thanks sir thank you are we likely to see the likes of we say Sam Mulroy or, or Tommy Dorn or the really established players before the Armagh game uh, we're going to have a look at the video Quibin, and again I think your Bourne Cup as we chatted uh, earlier during the week is an opportunity to load a couple of new guys and then a few fellas that need a bit of fitness to, to get them back up and running you know the, the likes of a Sam and a Tommy uh, those two guys had a, quite a long season and they have a good few miles in the clock so you know looking at the bigger picture it's probably just trying to keep an eye on how many minutes those fellas get coming into the uh, the National League but uh, um, we, we, we will it'll be another 15 brand new 15 starting again Talking about a concern, the greatest concern the number of injuries really picked up. You know, I, I, we get the impression that the result maybe wasn't the you know the overriding priority. You say necessarily tonight. Yeah. Would it be fair to say no. That? Look, at it, it's all about performance. Talking to Colum, uh, work or, or myself, or any other or Bourne Cup manager, uh, pre-season manager. You know, yes, you're looking to win uh, every game, but 
it is what it is. It's a, it's a pre-season competition to look at uh, guys and uh, see where they're, where they're at. And you know, from, from my point of view, very happy with uh, uh, how most of the last uh, uh, performed tonight. What are the nature of the injuries? Is Connell a muscle injury or? Yeah, Connell. He looked. Uh, uh, I think the hamstring, maybe slight tweak. Um, I haven't gotten the report from the boys yet. And then uh, uh, just Wayne um, Kenny just took a smack in the head from a, I think a kick out. And then uh, similar for Johnny Cummins, he might need a small stitch or that you know but uh, again look at that, that's just an age of getting football and just find five debuts tonight again yeah. blood and lads and that again Maybe yeah. the priority more so than the outcome. Oh, it is the priority. Yeah, uh, um, uh, you know, I may be uh, a, a new manager, so to speak, but uh, uh, I do see the bigger picture, Quivey, and, and that you know it, it is a responsibility that uh, I have to continue to to build a couple of guys. So when it comes to the league, we're we're we're, we're comfortable in putting them in, and they're better prepared as well. You know. Just finally, in terms of the, the performance, was there an element of being caught between, I suppose, two students? Defensively, you know, particularly in the second half, seemed to get lost, we'll say, in the middle third. Yeah. Possibly not getting back into a shape quick enough, and then not maybe being able to establish attacks. Yeah, yeah, it became quite disjointed now. To be fair to you, and uh, I don't have an answer to that just yet. But uh, again, I'll have to ask the guys there what was what what they were seeing. Uh, um, it, it was a game of two halves, wasn't it? Really, that uh, uh, you're trying to give a similar message uh, and encouragement to the guys pre first half and also at half time. So. But sometimes that's the nature of football. But uh, on this occasion, I don't have the answer for the second half. And then just back yeah. to your first competitive outing as a manager, how did you find that experience? Uh, very enjoyable, yeah. Look, at, uh, obviously played at the top level, and uh, um, it, it, it's, it's a very fortunate, privileged position to be in. So uh, um, I'm, I'm very happy now. We 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 put our best foot forward in our preparation and. Uh, uh, for Anna Bourne Cup game and, and uh, we were fair as a management to, to a lot of new players who have put in a very hard shift over the last six, seven weeks uh, and, they, and they deserve to get a run. This is much for yourself to get a game more so than training and challenge matches. Well, uh, well you, you, you learn in competitive games, simple as that, like, like in-house games or behind uh, closed doors games against other counties. Uh, and nothing beats actually playing uh, a televised or uh, a public game where where there's crowds in the stands. That that just brings another element to it, and uh, it's an opportunity for lads to, to, to play in front of, well, um, to play in that type of environment. You know. Thanks, yeah. yeah. Thank Thanks, lads. Yeah. Yeah, not at but he probably look over the the game um, stringently. Uh, this is where you get. This is where you become the. The management guru by going trawling through the tapes, uh, taking the time to control through and have a look and see where we could tweak a few things, a few soft goals, um, soft scores that we might let in that Jer probably will not be happy about. But um, overall, I think he's just he's just focusing on that Armagh game. I think like we all are in the National League Division Two as well. Um, so yeah, um, where will I go? I'll just I'll just kind of finish up. With um, the uh, the loud hurlers who uh, have a nice little resurgence, like all the doom and gloom about not entering in three A and not having a league and all this, they um, they put in a really good performance. Took Ushie McManus hit six points off the bench for Down to rattle them because James Costell's back hitting goals for loud. Darren Gagan and Paddy Lynch are putting up scores. Gagan gets the second goal and Conor Murphy young gun blooded last year. Um, He's a good, fo- good uh, full forward, good hurler. 
he got the tour goal, but it just wasn't to be, but still very encouraging signs early on in the McGurk Cup. So that's where I'm going to leave you for this week. Um, don't forget to sign up and have a listen. Uh, brought to you by Specsavers Drogheda. But yeah, it, it, um, it'll all be delved into in the, in the, in trying not to overreact to me, overreaction digest. Um, if you want, listen back to the Giddiness podcast. But we'll be looking ahead to Saturday against Westmead as well, down in Westmead. Um, to plenty of things going on. Who, what other players is there that might come in or should have come in? Um, and uh, I think I've about 14, 14 players maybe that uh, could be added to that squad or spun in instead. Um, and lads there with their, with their, with their gear on that weren't wrist or, or didn't play. So. Um, have a listen to that hope you enjoyed the podcast hope you enjoyed the game where you got it I have a couple of reactions I'll go through that also in the podcast as well but thanks very much for listening to episode 264 of the Loud and Proud podcast brought to you by Specsavers Drahala.